What's up, guys? This is your host, Danny Baylor, Danny Cakes, and you are listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 17, and I'm Danny, your host. And this is a podcast that's probably not your average podcast. And you know what, you guys? I like it that way because we're not here to be average, right? So I'm happy that you're joining me today in my immeasurably more perspective of life. God doing exceedingly more than all we could ever dream or imagine. I believe that's so full, you guys. And I want to expose that to you in so many ways, as many ways as possible. And really, ultimately, his intention for an intimate relationship with us so that we can experience his peace and his goodness in all the ways. So if you have not had a chance, check out my last episode. I talked about how I discovered my identity in my business and how I broke off comparison because it almost broke me basically. And so if you get a chance, go ahead and listen to that. Share it with somebody you know will be encouraged by it. I share a very personal story. You know, I like to get honest and open with you guys and I hope that you find it relatable. So comparison is the devil, right? Literally. And God has called you to great heights. So let's let nothing come in the way of that path for each of us. And if God's for us, who can be against us, right? Mm, So powerful. So on today's episode, it's been on my heart to share with you what being still means to me, where it all started, how I put into practice, and honestly, how this principle has saved me from some of the most chaotic seasons and frustrations of my life, brought me so much peace. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm always desperate for peace. It feels like there are so many distractions in life, and I want to guide you to tune into God's presence and voice that starts with being still. So I hope that through this message, he really individually reveals to you guys the importance of this in your routine, how to find time to be still, how to just transform your thinking into being still with him and how it adds value to your life and to each day. And so as much as I love my creativity, my desire for growth and what's next and bigger thinking and all the things, it's such a challenge for me to just sit still. (laughs) Like this is like, it's so ironic, actually. I feel like God's like, Danielle, literally, you just need to chill out, (laughs) like fight your flesh right now and just chill and be still with me. It's tough, right? It's so hard. And our culture is always on the go. And especially when you're an entrepreneur. And I mean, the main reason I feel like I even talk so fast is because I don't want to forget what I have to say and I want to get it all out. And it's so out of my nature, right? To be still. And I think that's what's so like not of this world to like, it's, it's like, I like to say it's a holy thing to be still because this is what God's calling us to, not what the world says to do and what's normal and all the things. I love that. I love the rebellion, right? But it's tough. It's hard for me still. So, I mean, we do so much, right? As servants, entrepreneurs, as women, as wives, as mothers, right? We want to do it all. At least I know I do. And we want to be the best at it. And even though we have good intentions, we need to remember it's not up to us all the time, right? And it's vital to our routine and our business to just stop for a moment. Even, you know, someone I look up to a lot in my business says, hey, leaders need time to think. And this is so accurate, you guys. We need time to be still. Like, however you look at what you want to call it, meditation, whatever, like, I know God has created us as human beings to desire this moment to just stop, to like just be still, right? And just unwind and be with him. However much time you have, right? On good days, on chaotic days, God calls us to be still. 
And so I want to explain this to you, what it's meant for me, some of the different ways that I see it. I mean, this can go in all different directions. And I know it's so important to take action, right? Like I'm like, take the leap, move forward. Like don't just be all talk, right? Like, but you know, God really makes it clear to me when it's time to take action. He makes it so clear. Like I can't stand. I'm like, okay, it's time to move. But when I don't feel that clarity, I know it's also time to be still. And we have to be okay with being still. We have to feel like time's not wasted being still. You guys, if anything, being still adds value to us. Like it, it adds on to our life. We're not losing anything. So I want you to feel that way. I don't feel like you're sacrificing something. Yes, there's an act of surrender, which I'm going to talk about later, but like there's like a holy surrender to it. And it's really, it's going to be to your benefit. That's what I want to expose to you. And so it's really not ours to figure it all out, right? We're created to co-create with our creator, right? Constantly be in communication. That's that humility, right? Just like I talked about in our business, we don't have all the answers at first and we're always leveling up and going to the next thing, right? We're never going to have all the answers in life and whatever's going on. That's okay. And so we have to give credit to the one who's leading us and the one who is all knowing. I want to explain to you what being still could look like for you. And maybe that's in your car, on your commute to work, a five minute prayer. First thing when you wake up in between your snoozes or whatever, a morning walk, whatever fits your schedule, like God can meet you wherever, whenever, and for how much time that we make for him. And obviously the more, the better, right? But I believe no matter what, like he's going to bless that time and he's going to reveal himself to you. And maybe this just means quiet time for you. For me, it is. It's time that I set aside. And I also see it as like my daily thought process. Like I'm constantly in this, this mode of like surrendering things to God and like constantly in prayer and communication with him. And so sometimes it's an act and sometimes it's, you know, it's really like my lifestyle. I do feel like I'm constantly making decisions. We all are right about our next step or how we're going to go about our day or how to pursue my callings. And I want God's hand in every decision, every situation. Like I know I'll be most satisfied because he ultimately knows my heart and my desires more than I even know myself. Right. So I want to share with you guys my first moment where being still came from. Gosh, I think this was like not quite 10 years ago, but I always wanted to move to SoCal, right? So my dream to live here. And I was just in a place in my business where I was kind of getting bored and I wanted to move to LA and do hair and all the things and makeup and all crazy things. And so I was trying to figure out an area of Southern California that I would move to. And it was making me nuts. Like I just felt like I had to go right away and I had to figure it out. This is so, what a full circle, you guys. Wow, I'm like just realizing this right now. But I was really just like, dang, I'm, you guys, I'm having a full epiphany in this moment. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to explain to God. I'm like, Hey, where are we going? I'm like, I'm trying to think about like Long Beach and Huntington. Like I don't even really know of Newport. I thought Newport was just like way out of my league. It wasn't even a thought to even go there. Right. That's my measurement more right now. I really, really, really wanted to live down here my whole life. I was in a place where I felt like I could move and I had experience in my business and all the things. Right. So I was like wanting, praying, asking. And I was like, God, I feel like you're calling me to move and go in this direction. And I just got to a day where I was just like so tired of trying to figure it out. I remember the exact moment, like where I was sitting, my thought process, what I was looking at in my head mentally, I'm just like, ugh, okay, like I give up. And God, what do you want me to do? Like, where do you want me to go? And I just felt him say, just be still. And I was like, well, that's ironic because that's exactly the opposite of what I want to do. I'm like, no, we're trying to move. We're trying to go. Like, this doesn't make sense, God. And he was saying, no, like, just be still. Like, this is what I'm calling you to do. 
And it was so weird because I've actually, I'd never even read that in the Bible yet. I didn't even know that that was scripture. And I think that was like one of the first times I'd really, really heard God's voice. I think that's so cool. And anyways, but um, it was funny because it just, it started to come up over and over and over in my life and in devotionals and scriptures and people that, things that people would say and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is like a thing like being still, you know, now, as I say, I'm having that epiphany. I look back, I mean, okay, how old was I like? early 20s, 23, 24, so about seven years ago is when this happened. And now I feel like, okay, I've made my move to SoCal, and I'm doing all this, and it's just so, it's kind of like surreal to think about, like I'm even telling the story on the podcast because this is a full circle. Anyways, yeah, it really became like a model for me, like a, a lifestyle thought process, and God's like always revealing to me more and more like what being still means to me. And so I don't want you to feel like, right, you have to have it all figured out. You have to have all the answers. Like I, I think that we overcomplicate a relationship with God so much. And I'm here, if any of you guys, to simplify it for you and like just simplify that like this is a relationship and it's a conversation and just like, I want you to view God as like a relationship, right? Quality time, having conversations just like you would with a friend or your spouse or your parent, right? These two words, I mean, being still, be still is just like in the most chaotic times of my life, I could just look at it hear it, think it. And even the word itself is just so calming, right? Be still. <laughs> it's so opposite of like my natural nature, but it could totally in a second, just like recenter me. I could just hear him whisper it to me and just calm me. And so I kind of want to go into a couple of verses that I think about when I think of this verse. Psalm 46, 10 says, be still and know that I am God. Dude, that alone just says to me like, hey, chill out know that I've got it. Like I, I'm God, like he's all knowing, like he's, he has all the answers. Like he has your future and your past and all your thoughts and all your desires and everything. It's just like, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we could be still, it feels like so much simplification to like what it is to just be with God. Right. And give it to him and surrender to him and like, let him just have control. I love it. I feel like it's just so simple. Like be still and know that I'm God. Like I've got you, you know, I, I, I know all the things. Exodus 14, 14 says the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. I love this one because I think there's so many times, right? I'm looking for decisions or trying to have things figured out or like, I'm in this like leadership role. And it's like, I have to like do, 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 do. And I feel like God's like, Hey, like you don't. I got it, right? This, there's kind of like a, a pattern here, right? Like, I'm God. I've got it. I fight for you. Like, you only need to be still. Like, that's only what I've called you to do. Yes, like I said, don't, take me, don't get me wrong. I know God's called me to move and to act, and he makes it very clear. But, like, there, it's just, like I said, being still, I'll go into it, but it is really, like, this idea of surrendering. Like, hey, God, you've got this. Like, you're, you're God, and you're good at being God. And so in that verse is actually, you know, when Moses is about to part the Red Seas, I'm pretty sure this is a very common Bible story people know, and he's leading the Israelites away from the Egyptians, and they get to the sea, and they're, they feel like they're, like, stuck. Like, there's nowhere to go. They're like, hey, God, like, we got here. We got this far, and now what? <laughs> and God's like, I, I'm going to fight for you. Like, only you need to be still. And he makes a way, right? He like allows Moses to raise his staff and part the sea. I mean, like if we think about Bible stories, like this is wild, you guys. Like think about literally like the ocean like splitting. That's insane. It's like an only God thing. And I believe even at this time in this season, like this generation, like God makes ways. Like he's a way maker. Like he opens up opportunities and doors that aren't logical, right? And that comes from like being still and surrendering and waiting and acknowledging, right? He's all-knowing and he's able. Psalms 37, four says it's about taking delight in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart, committing to him, 
be still and wait patiently for him. I remember like <laughs> maybe when I was in high school and I was like, you know what? This is the year God's going to teach me patience. <laughs> Here I am almost 30 years old and I'm like, I'm still learning patience. Like there's so many aspects to this, right? It's like chilling out and, and waiting. And like I said, it's like, Everything about the world, you guys, and our culture and our generation is like instant gratification and move and have all the things right now. And God's like, no, <laughs> like you're going to be here in my in my timing and you're going to be patient. And that's going to add so much more value and understanding and wisdom to you as opposed to just like having what you think you want right in this moment right now, right? God is good at being God and he knows He knows our desires. Take delight in him. Finally, I believe it's in Mark. It's talking about when Jesus calms a storm. This was the main story that was like really on my heart a year ago when all of this chaos hit us and I just had so much peace. I just felt so heavy, like these words. Like God's like, hey, just preach to like to your team and to people like to be still. Like my, my words have so much power and in a second I can calm a storm, you know, and, and just kind of always knowing that like God has that authority. So basically the disciples are out in the, on a boat with Jesus in the middle of a storm and Jesus is sleeping. And I like to say, I'm like, this is like a Jesus flex. Like <laughs> they're, they're like freaking out scared for their lives. It's like the most insane storm. And they woke him to question him like, Jesus, don't you care? We're basically all going to die right now. Like, what are you doing? You're just, you're just sleeping. <laughs> And Jesus spoke and it says, like, he says, like, peace be still. And a few, and a few words, those few words, he says, he's still, and, and everything is calm. And the wind dies down. Everything was completely calm. And he says, why are you so afraid? Like, don't you remember? Don't you see what I'm capable of? And so when you guys think about these words, I want you to remember, like, that God calls us to be, to be patient and that he is all-knowing and that he is in control. Like, though, I hope that these words recenter you and give you, like, that visualization. These stories, like, when there's no other way that God steps in and he does what only God, what he can do, right? Remember, like, that's the God that we serve. Maybe this, these stories from 2,000 years ago, but, like, God is the same today, yesterday, and forever, and that is still a God that we serve and that, like, works in you, does immeasurably more through us, right? He's so able, and I'm so excited to just expose that to you and share more. So I wanted to have some structure to this, and I just, as I was in my quiet time this morning, I feel felt like these four R's, like words that begin with the letter R. <laughs> so I want to explain them to you. The very first one is the most important one, like I said, and I felt like the word uh, relinquish. This is truly what being still means to me, like surrendering, surrendering our time, surrendering our business, surrendering our agenda. That's huge. How many times are we like, okay, God's timing is better. He's never late. But like, we really hate to admit it, right? Surrendering our agenda, surrendering our desires. Like I said, surrendering is so holy. Like it's so not of this world because the world says like, have control and, and be self-made and be self-sufficient. You know, I wanted to like look up the word surrender. I'm like, hey, God, like what? I want to go into depth about this. And so it says like, you know, submitting to something higher, like submitting to God's authority, right? So I'm surrendering. I'm like, hey, God, like you're all-knowing abandoning ourselves to something like my desires aside my time my agenda all the things and like I'm just gonna be here and be still with you and I felt like even this morning like God's like I don't even need you to talk at first I just need you just to listen and just surrender like all of your thoughts like all of your time everything that's like clouding your mind and just listen and I open up Proverbs 
And I had a friend share with me that there's 31 Proverbs, which I actually didn't know until yesterday. I felt like God put on my heart, Proverbs 1. And I was like, oh wait, today's like June 1st. So I would read it for the next 31 days. I think there's 31 days in June, right? <laughs> um, anyways, if you want to do that with me, that'd be great. I encourage you to do it. I've done this one day and it's been amazing. It's a, it's a great way to have like a quiet time or be still. One of the verses that came out, like spoke out to me was saying like, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord. And I've heard that so many times. I'm like, hey God, like, I'm not like afraid of you. Like, what does like, the fear of the Lord mean? And it's like really being in awe of him, right? And his authority, like he's all knowing, he's loving, he's so aware, he's in the details, I like to say. And just to surrender, like let him in. And for me, that really feels like an act of obedience. Like, okay, God, I'm here and I'm willing and so really surrendering, right? Surrendering, that brings so much peace in itself. Like, hey, I don't have to carry this. Like, I just, God, you got this. I can just be still. Like you said, I only need to be still. Like you're going to fight for me. And I can just let you have it. And I can trust you with it all, with my agenda, with my business, with what I think that I want, because you're all knowing. You know me better than I know myself. Surrendering, huge, huge point to being still. And then resting. So I <laughs> am always on the go, right? I have this like, what's next meant? mentality and working out and like growing my business and like how can I be better right and I'm just like go 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 and even like this last week oh my gosh like the last like seven days I feel like I couldn't even rest like I was trying to like sleep more I'm like my body just aches everything aches I'm so tired I was like traveling a ton I went 10 days back to back and I was just toast this is hard like to be able to rest is really really hard for me and so to give it to him and now and first right especially even in, in like in business I want to make sure I get back to everybody and not forget anyone or ignore all the things I need to accomplish and it's hard for me to just kind of like stop and rest and like be with him but I felt like God's like hey when you honor your time like with me and you give me the first and the best of like your day or you know, he's going to take care of the rest, like, and I'll be better off. So that kind of leads me into my next R, which is like reset. This is so important, you guys. Refocusing. I keep thinking like God's our source, right? Like just like, you know, our electronics, our phones need to recharge. How much more like our spirits need to recharge? And we're just immersed in the world and the things, you know, clouding our minds. Like it's hard to be still, right? It's hard to like let go of distractions. And so it's like, we fully need to reset and like, recharge with God and like know that he's our source and I think there's so many times when we're like okay I don't really have the time or whatever maybe I wake up at a certain time I know I need to be somewhere like it's even hard for me to like find that little moment to even stop and rest like I'm like I don't have time to rest like I don't have time to like surrender like I just need to go and God's like but I can reset and rest you and like refocus you in just a few minutes and recharge you in ways that sleep can't reading personal development can't eating even high nutrient foods can't, you know, like God is able to do that. Like he's like, just chill. Like I can do that for you. Like I said, the world says to us, like be self-sufficient and be self-made. And I want to be God dependent. Like I want to know like, Hey, like uh, again, that constant act of surrendering. I'm like, I'm not able to do this on my own. And I need you to be my source. Like you guys, God is limitless. Like, let's never forget that. He doesn't get tired, right? And he's so able to fill us. And like, like I said, I was so just like burnt out this last week, like literally physically and emotionally drained and not enough sleeping or eating or trying to recharge like emotionally in the gym or whatever, like was enough. And I just feel like it never will be. But God's presence is enough. And the few times I finally like allowed myself and pushed myself to do that, I felt like, a million times better. And so I want to remind you of this verse that came to mind is Isaiah 40, 28 through 31. And it says, do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. 
the creator of the ends and the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. And his understanding, no one can fathom. Just that alone, I'm like, God doesn't get tired. Like, I think about... I'm like, I'm not even a parent yet. Like, I'm just, I'm just a, a, a single female, you know, I've got a cat, but that's about it. But like, I feel like I have so much on my plate. I'm like, how do moms do all the things? Like, I'm just trying to like take care of myself, you know? I just can't imagine. I'm like, I'm, I've literally been so tired. Like, I don't know, fatigue. Fatigue is the word this week. Like, I'm just like burnt out. And I'm like, dang, like my, my God, like he doesn't get tired. Like he doesn't get weary and I can draw strength from him. And that's like this like limitless source. Like I'm like an energizer bunny through Jesus, right? And it says his understanding no one can fathom. And I think that's something that's so appealing to me too, like in my season, in my life is being like, okay, like God, you get it. Like I think that's one of my biggest frustrations. I'm like, who gets it? Like who understands what I have to like think and process and who I have to connect with constantly and be on top of all of the things. And it's like, he gets it. And he, he's going to give me the strength. And so 29 says, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Yes, Lord, let it flow. <laughs> and 30, even youths grow tired and weary. Young men stumble and fall. Hey, we're human. We make mistakes. We, we get tired. We get fatigued, right? But verse 31, those who hope in the Lord and will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. He's limitless, you guys. Like, and we have access to that God, like a God that renews our strength. Like he, like I said, limitless. He can fully recharge us completely in this, in a spiritual way, because like our flesh and our body can only do one. And I think that's what I'm trying to constantly remember myself. You guys, I've been thinking about this podcast last week and like how I'm going to talk about being still because I couldn't bring myself to be still because I was trying to do everything on my own. And he's like, yo, you just needed to do this and just be with me and surrender and give me that time and let me reset you. Because there's so many things that I'm trying to control and, and figure out. And I just had to be like, okay, God, like, I'm just going to lay it all out for you because like, I'm just done. <laughs> like, I, I can't handle it anymore. I don't want us to do this where we get to the point where even like myself, I get burnt out and I'm like, okay, God, I'm so desperate. You know, let's make this our mentality. Like let's transform our thinking to always constantly be surrendering, being still and being like, God, like you're all knowing you're able, like you can reset me right now. Even my flesh, like, I don't have the time to sleep. Like if you're a busy mom or whatever, I literally don't have time to be creative or have the energy to be creative or do whatever you called me to do. And so God, I need you to do that immeasurably more. Like I need you. It's like, he wants us to constantly be dependent on him. Like that's, the, isn't the purpose, right? If we don't need him, then what would be the point of having a relationship with God, right? That he's just able and there's nothing that's wrong with it. I want to normalize it. That's what I want to say. I want it to be understood that it's normalized to be dependent on God and that we want to be humble in that sense. And I love that. I love that it's not up to me. I love that I can give God the glory and all the things. So <laughs> that third R is for a reset, right? That's a huge one. Recharging, he's limitless. He's got us. A, a simple ask, you know, a simple be still and be like, hey, God, like, reset me, recharge me. Like, you're my source. Like, you are, you're so, so able. And so finally, you guys, which is still pretty important, but just a reminder, my final R, reminder, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6, 33. God's like, hey, seek me first. Like, I got the rest. I want to remind you, like I said, in that moment, like, he can make sense of all of it even when we don't have the answers or a decision made or the energy to keep going, like he's your ultimate supplier and he's enough. And so 
I feel like that's a simple verse where we're like, seek first his kingdom, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. So it's like, I'm seeking out all these things in my life, right? Like a godly man and, you know, how to be better in my business and how to be a better leader and all these things and how to make sure that I'm constantly in contact with people that I want to serve and love on. And God's like, hey, like, and even just my, on top of like my basic needs, right? Like as a human being and taking care of my home and my cat and, and myself and sleeping well. And God's like, I just need you to like lift your head to me. Like, I just need you to seek me first. And I'm going to make all these things fall into place. Like you guys, that's our God. Isn't that like so relieving? That's the third, that's the fifth R. I didn't write it down, but that's a fifth R. Relief. God's your relief, right? It's like, it's not up to us to have it all figured out. And in a moment, he's like, hey, I, I'm going to carry the weight for you. And I think I've been kind of stuck in this like self-pity this last couple of days. I'm just like, oh, God, like this is just too much. And it's too heavy. And he's just like, well, why are you carrying it when you don't have to? And I'm like, oof, okay, God, <laughs> you're, you're so right. And so I've been surrendering my self-pity. And he, he is like, he's slowly revealing to us and refining us. Number six, refining us, right? Our number R6, whatever, <laughs> refining us into being who he's called us to be. And sometimes that takes time and the little moments to be still, I feel like God revealed to me so much in my be still time today that I have in, in weeks. And it's just, we need to bring ourselves that mentality and normalize this. We need to be dependent on God, constantly in communication with him. So let's just like review that real quick. That relinquishing, right? Surrendering our situation, surrendering all of the things, like what a relief to be like, God has it resting in him. He can give us rest. In just a moment, when we ask, we surrender, just acknowledging God that you're greater, you're a higher authority, right? Surrendering again. The fear of God, right, is that he is greater. Resetting, he can refocus us. He's our source. He's a limitless God. He doesn't get tired of us. And reminder to, to always seek him, right? He's, he's going to refine us. He's going to be our relief. Like, you don't have to carry it all. And like, you guys, I feel that so strong. And that's also a pride thing, right? That's something I've had to acknowledge. Just been like, okay, um, this is this is what you've called me to do, God. And so I have to carry all this and I have to do all of these things. And he's like, but you don't. And I'm like, you're speaking on this podcast, girlfriend, about <laughs> me doing more through you. And so just quit and just give it to me and like release. That's number seven. Release, I guess it's the same as surrender. But yeah, so I kind of want to walk you through real, real, real quickly what my uh, be still moment looked like this morning as I met with God. In my stillness, I had to refuse all my distractions, right? I'm getting ready. I was, I was going to go to the beach this morning and I didn't look at my phone. I had to put on do not disturb. I need to like refuse all the distractions and knowing that like when I honor this time with God, that like, he's going to remind me of all those things that I need to take care of later. So I put my phone on do not disturb. When I got to the beach, I set a timer. Maybe for you, it's five minutes. Maybe it's 10 Maybe when the timer goes off, you're going to double it. You're going to hit repeat. And sometimes maybe it's an hour and my days look different, you know, but today I was desperate. So I dedicated a whole hour and reminded myself, like I said, right, I have a lot of other things going on, but I was like, dude, God, you're going to take care of the rest of my day because like, I need this with you right now. I need to be still with you and it's so overdue. And so this is an hour is valid right now, but whatever fits for you, you know, and sometimes I, you guys, I literally wake up in the morning and like I said, in between my snooze, before I even open my eyes, I just like, it's just become this routine where I'm like, God, I give it all to you. Like I surrender. Like that's my moment to be still and be like, it's yours. My business, my body, my relationships, like everything is yours. And like, that's the way I want it because you're, you're better. You're all knowing. I want to simplify this for us. Right. 
suddenly I felt like this guilt of it being overdue. And God's like, no, we're not going to deal with that. Like, you're not guilty. Like, just wait, be patient, wait on him, be still. I mean, I was lucky enough to sit in front of the ocean. So it was kind of like a, a white noise for me, but I need that because I think otherwise, if I think silence doesn't work for me. Silence is like too quiet. It, it actually becomes more distracting for me, which is, I don't know if that makes sense, but I like music or I like the ocean's great. And I felt like he just called me that moment to just listen right? Not to act, not to perform, not to be like, Hey God, oh my gosh, I need to put all this out there. I didn't know him anything. He's like, I just want to be in your presence. Like I want you. It's like, I like to say that God's, you know, love language is, is quality time for sure. It's just to be with us because right. We're always on the go and we're trying to, it's so ironic that we're trying to fill this like satisfaction that we desire in life with like things of the world or even other people, even if they're good things, it's never going to fill the void that like God can, can fill us with or he can reset us or recharge us with, right, um, by his spirit within us. And I didn't need to seek answers, not just yet. I didn't bring them to him yet, but I just started to surrender my time, surrender my business, surrender my agenda, all of it to him until somehow I didn't feel the weight of all that any longer. That was such a good feeling, you guys. <laughs> And, you know, even as I'm in it, that the distractions slip in or I have this desire to, like, grab my phone or whatever, but I put those aside. And I'm like, he's not going to let me forget. And I just let him fill me in that moment. The reassurance that for once I didn't have to manage a million things at once because he's able to do it all and more, right? Immeasurably more. And I let him start to transform my thinking and a simple ask that just his will would be done, right? Simplify, you guys. Don't overcomplicate God. And I just knew that he would fully satisfy me. So at the very end of that proverb, I was talking about uh, the final verse. It was a different translation. It said, first pay attention to me and then relax. You're in good hands. And I was like, that just nail on the head. Like, that's exactly what I needed. Like, we're in good hands, you guys. Like, we're in God's hands. We are in good hands. There are no better hands, I like to say, than your situation to be in than the God of the universe. He's got us, right? And so what's he revealing to you right now? Like, what's been heavy on your heart? What do we need to surrender? Don't ignore it, you guys. Like, he's, he, and, and I, like I said before, if there's something that you know you need to surrender, I always say, like, maybe it's like a relationship or a person or something that brings you comfort, right? And you're like, maybe you know you don't need to hang on to that. Or it's like the weight of something that you're trying to build or create or take care of, even though you think it's good and responsible. But, like, I always pray for the willingness. I'm like, God, let me be, want to be willing to let go of this, even though I think it's good or even though I think I know better. Like, you know better. And you know my heart and my desires even more than I do. And I'm even talking about this with like a home situation right now where I'm living. And I'm like, you know what? I have this idea of where I think I want to live. But, but God, you know my situation better. Like, you know what makes me comfortable. I think I know what I want. But you are so much more all-knowing. And, you know, sometimes we have to like surrender the same thing over and over until he allows us to like loosen our grip on that. Those things that we're like, we're waiting on. I would love if you guys, if you start to do this, start to find those moments to be still, or maybe there's something on your heart right now that you want to just talk about or share. I would love for you to message me on Instagram. If you guys don't know my Instagram, it's Danny Cakes, D-A-N-N-N-I Cakes. I would love to talk you through more about being still or just your moments with Jesus, what he's revealing to you, what you've decided to surrender, maybe what you need prayer with over surrendering. But I hope this was simple and um, relatable for you guys and just an understanding of like, this is a, a daily simple practice and it can be whatever God meets you with and whatever he calls you to do. Like I said, I feel like I just wanted to listen. I wanted to surrender. 
I want to just let him just speak to me, you know, and, and then move forward with that. So yeah, first seeking his kingdom and his righteousness and all the things will be given to you. Like he's going to, he's in the details. Like he takes care of it. He's going to know he's, he's 10 steps ahead of you. You are in good hands. And so find those moments to be still actually on this next episode. Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions about what it kind of means to be a new believer, what it means to like seek out God. And where do you start? How do you pray? How do you read the Bible? What does it mean to be a Christian? And why do you have the tug on your heart to do so? And I'll give you a sneak peek about what that means, you guys. Jesus loves you. He wants a relationship with you, not a religion, right? Not an act of performance or something that you owe, but he desires you. And that's why you're curious and he's seeking out your heart and you can feel that. And so I want to share more with you about maybe what those first steps looks like. I don't want you to be intimidated. I want you to feel so worthy. I want you to feel excited about what this means for you and your future and really how to have a relationship with your creator. So I'm so excited to share that with you guys. Again, if this has given you any encouragement, please share it. Um, Rate, review, subscribe. It means so, so much to me, you guys. My whole heart is just to reach you and more of you. And like I said, don't ever hesitate to reach out to me over Instagram. I also have the immeasurably.more.podcast Instagram you can check out and follow up with. So I will leave you guys with this. Proverbs 3.6. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight.